Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Hello, and welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I was a casting director for film and TV and commercials for over 30 years. I transitioned to a celebrity acting coach after I cast a film, New Jersey Drive, with executive producer Spike Lee and director Nick Gomez. I auditioned every rapper from Biggie Smalls to Tupac. And I realized that rappers and musical artists, they needed help transitioning to acting. My clients consist of musical artists from Buster Rhymes to Eve, Missy Elliott, Angela Yee from The Breakfast Club, and Vanessa Simmons, to name a few. I also coach sports stars and host as well. I feel I have the best of both worlds. As a casting director, I know exactly what they're looking for. And as an acting coach, I can coach you to be remembered in that room. Now, I know. I know actors want to get the job. I get that. But being remembered by a casting director, that is powerful. And now it's time for meditation of the day. The gratification comes in the doing, not in the results. James Dean. It is so true that gratification, gratitude, giving thanks, being grateful, all of those things are magical. When you are grateful for what is before you, You're only asking the universe to provide you with more because you do really appreciate love what you have. And in order for you to get more of that, just like I had a conversation with my daughter this morning about being that of which you want, right? So if my daughter wants clients to be timely in their payment, then in her process of her bills or in her commitments, she too has to be timely as well for her to generate that energy. So gratitude is magic. Every single day, you should be grateful for what you have. You should be grateful for where you are. And you should be grateful to know that there is a safety net. When you are grateful, there is a safety net that is there to protect and to provide for you always today 
and every day I will live in gratitude. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So, what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. My choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Before we get started, I'd like to remind everyone to look out for my new show, Inside the Black Box. I'll be co-hosting with the great Joe Morton. We'll be on Crackle Network real soon. I'll keep you posted. Welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. And you guys know I'm always excited. I'm always excited on this show because I get a chance, I feel like, to share some really incredible, talented, brilliant, spirited. These are my people. And this is my people. Cassidy Arkins, who is multi-hyphenated, like we all are, producer, writer, author, director. We can throw in a little bit of her own creativity and 
actress side as well. Revolutionary, creator, dreamer, <laughs> doer, daughter, all those things, and a huge fan of yours. I'm a reflection of her, and I feel like we just reflect on each other. I want you guys to put your hands together because this is going to be such a great uplifting ride for you the next 28 minutes with this spirited. This is a woman who understands that we are not human beings having a spiritual journey. We are spiritual beings having a human journey and the power in which that means and how you move in your life. So ladies and gentlemen, please, I've been dying for her to be here. So much to talk about. Ladies and gentlemen, Cassie Arkins. I love you so much. Thank you. Thank you. And you are right. We are absolute reflections of each other. I don't say that lightly. I think, you know, if we really are on our path in life as people, as human beings, that we reflect the energy that we put out. And one of the greatest, you know, gifts that came to me, I won't tell you the year, but I will say it was over 20 years ago. I was going to say it. (laughs) Yeah. On that day when I was put out into the field, went to the airport on last, you know, final notice to go to Jamaica. And I meet this amazing, beautiful soul. Her name was Tracy or is Tracy. And um, I knew the minute I met you that Me you, too. Were, you were my sister. Can I just say how crazy audience it was? Because I was going to Jamaica with someone and it was like a business situation. And at the last minute, I mean, like I got to the airport and they said, they weren't coming. (laughs) So I was sitting in the airport like, what? What am I going to do? I don't know anybody there, whatever. Cassidy was sitting off in the distance and I just looked at her. And when she turned around, she was getting up and I just felt like I knew her. I was drawn to this woman. And we started talking now, I forgot I was supposed to be going to do business in Jamaica. I was hanging out with Cassidy. <laughs> that, was, yeah. that was it. And let me just say that day was so, I was literally, oh. I was working for weekend for, at that time I was working for Source All Access for the mm. TV show. And I was so hungry to be, to be looked at as a producer. Everyone wanted me either in front of the camera or, you know, as an admin. And I was like, no, I can shoot, I can produce, I can package. So Something had happened and one of the producers that was on the ground in Jamaica had to be was not able to produce the packages. So literally that day I was asked, do you have a passport? Can you go out and shoot, produce package? And I was like, yeah, I can do it. (laughs) You know, this little girl, you know, this young little brown girl from like East Oakland, San Leandro, California, who had the big dreams, was in New York City. And I said, yeah, I can do it. So I went to the airport. And of course, I meet my reflection, which is you. And we both were like completely open and ready to go into our work. But when you're doing the thing you love most, it isn't work, right? Yeah. And I want you to tell our audience, Cassidy, because I remember coming down to Wall Street. Um, African, was African-American Network? African Heritage Network. Heritage Network. Okay, I remember coming in there in that office and going to see Cassidy. But tell them, because Cassidy, you have to be brave to do that. Not everybody can say yes, believe it, and then, you know, just be accountable for whatever it is, the work that you had to do, and you did it successfully. How did you do that? You know, I 
I don't think there's ever any roadmap or blueprint to do the thing that you want in your heart. And I think as brown and black women, there aren't too many people who reflect who are successful and or that we're allowed to see, you know, our our June Crosses, our Maya Angelou's, our mm-hmm. leaders, our geniuses. We mm-hmm. haven't we've been searching and pulling for them. So when I was when I was 14, I was asked you know, by an executive producer, hey, we'd love for you to be on air for this show in California. And my response was, in my mind, I'm a stronger person if I'm directing and I'm leading that. I don't want to just be a face that's put up on walls. So from a very young age, I was already challenging and negotiating the terms of my existence as a brown and Black woman. So I had already given up any opportunity for me to do it the normal way because I was like, dogs, I want to do this for us. I want to change the way that we've been seen. I want to change the narrative. I want to Mm -hmm. be able to create opportunities and, you know, lay a path for others like myself, our future generations to go out there and be proud of who they are and tell their stories without being challenged because of their greatness. So when I came to New York City and I was 23 years old, I was in a losing battle. There weren't any brown or black women who were working in the industry. I was taking on two or three jobs as I was doing, you know, working as a PA, but Mm -hmm. I got very smart about the gift of being a brown and black woman. I have legacy. I have a strong woman. I'm educated. I'm a bulldog. And you know what? I can get as I'm as strong as the rest out there. So I literally learned, taught myself how to shoot camera. I taught myself how to produce. And every no, I ended up tiptoeing over to the other yes. I'd open Mm. the other door and say, okay, I'm going to walk in. And in my time, I started to assemble my warriors, my mentors, my family within the production industry, at the networks, at MTV, at ABC, at NBC. All of those people, especially my people, we started to talk amongst each other. And those opportunities build. And we started to share our stories in such a way that anytime I needed to, I wanted to like get a job over at NBC, I could show them and I would be brought in through the source of my community, which is a very small community. So while there were a lot of challenges, I stayed within my lane. I prayed a lot. I definitely believe in the universe. I don't believe that there's any mistakes. And I trusted what my dream was. I knew that in my heart, whatever story I was going to tell, it was going to be the story of truth. It was not going to be just for myself or for the networks. It was going to be for my people. And it was going to allow us to be able to come through and tell more stories that are authentic and real and beautiful. The dope, the hidden figures the you know, all these different Mm -hmm. films that have not been seen and or known to allow us to have a platform to have a voice. Oof. Groundbreaking and riveting all at the same time. What? inspires you to tell these stories? Because the difference between your storytelling and maybe someone else out there I know is the authenticity and the grit and the truth. And that's what I love about your storytelling as a producer. But what inspires you to tell these stories? And and I love the fact that there are so many stories that have not been told. I would say first and foremost, uh, you know, you, my mother, my the, the the women who held me up, who are just absolutely some of the most beautiful, powerful, dynamic women whose hearts and and, um, you know, and faces have not mm-hmm. been seen by so many in an authentic way. Mm-hmm. I mean, as you know, uh, my first opening into America was I came from a community. I was born yeah. in Utopia. 
I was cut off from the outside world. So my first language wasn't so much in my way, English. It was music. It was colors. It was kindness, responsibility, love. Those were things that I was only able to speak with when I was actually telling stories. And as you know, you are most successful when you're being honest, when you're mm-hmm. telling the truth yeah. within, the God within, when you speak from your heart and you can actually back up what you're saying with experience, then you're the most important and probably successful person in your lane. So for mm-hmm. me, every project I've ever taken on, the last three projects, you know, um, Unsung, producing the Adopt yes. series. Um, working as an executive producer for the Black Getty Archives, working on Pride, all of those things, all those stories are stories of truth. They're they're changing the way things were, and they're actually revolutionary without having to pick up your, you know what, gun. It's, It's something that I can stand strong for, and I believe my family... My my godkids, my nieces, my nephews, my legacy can be proud of who I am. And maybe what I'll do in my period, in my lifetime, will just be the person who opens the door. But look what I can do in, you know, in the in the lifetimes that come thereafter me, where we can stand strong and as we say, be leaders and geniuses in our own path without being shut down. So in terms of the stories that are being told right now. How do you feel about, you know, because there, I I feel like, you know, there's two worlds in the entertainment business. We have the studio and we have sort of these um, cutout films and television shows where you have maybe a different storyline, but basically, you know, um, the same characters. Then you have independent world where I came from, where you came from. And it's like, I love the fact that, yes, motive, of course, money is a motivating factor because we all have to pay bills. However, that was a common denominator that I felt about both of us. We were about the art. We were about the craft. We were about the truth. So, you know, in this world (laughs) of entertainment, how do you feel that these stories, like how are we going to be able to tell the stories? Are we going to have workable budgets? You know, are we going to be able to come to the table and get distribution deals? How how is that changing? I think the most important thing are relationships, you know, understand having positive relationships with the people that you work with and letting them know who you are, but also valuing your your worth and your dream, knowing your truth. If you know in your heart what your truth is, you will you will succeed. And I think a lot of that has to do with faith. Yeah. Having a deep faith in, in the universe and God and, and valuing that and knowing and trusting no matter what's going to happen around you, you will venture to the place that you need to be. Mm. I think that what's happening right now in terms of the evolution of film and documentary, I think a lot of that has to do with people like you. I mean, like mm. spirited actor, being able to plant the seed within the community that you have already and saying you're you're doing the right thing and giving mm-hmm. us more of our voices. The only way that things are changing, because they are changing, is having these conversations and these communications yeah. and being more of a visual person and not giving up. Do not mm. give up. However, mm. you're however you choose to move forward, that struggle is ingredients to your success. You just be dropped. I, I have a bag. I'm running after you. Dropping all these mantras <laughs> that I have to like. I'm gonna have to listen to the show myself and just write down everything you say because wow, <laughs> that's true. That is for actors, which is a great transition. What advice would you give them to stay motivated, to never give up? Because 
you know, there was a different time. And I, and now I'm going to sound like my grandparents and my older aunts and uncles, right? Where, you know, um, when we grew up, it was guerrilla filmmaking. It was literally by any means necessary. I remember shooting and going to another friend was in the neighborhood. Benny Boom, I think, um, was in the neighborhood. Somebody had gels. Like, like when you talk about community, I remember community. Now you have in 2022, you have all these advantages. iPhone, you can shoot a featured film. But I, I feel that there is a different work ethic than when you and I came up because I was just talking to um, Sharon Cannon. We were just talking about you. Yeah, we were talking about you the other day because we were like, remember when we used to do 24-hour videos and productions? (laughs) Yep. 24 hours. Now I'm a little older than Cassidy. Howsoever, Cassidy was just... You, you just did what you had to do. It wasn't this thought thing where it's like, oh, wait, 16, 18 hours, maybe. So how can actors stay motivated? And, and also you come from a place of empowerment and, and still feel empowered with their work. I think the most important thing is the destination. You have to see your destination and your light. And I think also, I always tell myself and I always tell anyone I ever speak with, imagine yourself on that stage when you get to that destination. It's not just you, it's your whole family. You're in paradise with everyone. So I call it earned narcissism because at some point it's okay to be like, yeah, I'm a mofo up in this house. Yes, I Mm -hmm. am (laughs) because you've earned it. So I think for actors, you're going to have a million no's and no's and no's and or people you can, you can sense when people are BS, you know, they're full of it and they're not really feeling you. You got to feel yourself. You got to love yourself. You got to master your craft. You got to believe in yourself. You've got to envision the point persons that are going to take you to the next level. If you don't master your craft, if you don't look at your blueprint, your blueprint and say, yes, this is exactly where I'm going. You will never make it there. You are the strongest force on your, in your life, on your past. No one can shut you down. That is the gift of understanding what the power of your dream and who you are in this world is about. If you second guess it, it's not your way. It's not your path. So for anyone who's acting, who's out there, I always say, where do you want to be? And then Mm -hmm. move backwards. What's your destination? Who's your point person? When we look at all these reasons why we aren't, I had every reason not to be anything. I was 14 years old and I was asked, you know, I always was like, okay, I'm going to be a producer. That was the lore of my my truth. I'm going to be a producer. Somehow someone came to me and said, why don't you do on air? I was like, mofo, I will produce and package and do on air. That's the only way I'm going to go. I knew that power. I wanted to go to the Soviet Union. Somehow it came to me. I, I, I challenged that whole idea. I got picked up to go. I went there. Never, ever. I was told I couldn't go to college. I didn't have the money to go to college. I showed up at the doorstep of the university that I got accepted to. I had two weeks to find tuition. Maxine Waters, uh, Debbie Allen, so many people came around because I went to them, said, I want to go to school. You have to fight for it. And part of it is... When you challenge someone, we all love a good fight and you win. When you start winning, there's no looking back. And when Mm. you start understanding that it's not just your life, that you can do something for your mother, for your father, for your community, for your people, that's when the earned narcissism comes. Because you're like, mofo, I put 20 years into this dream and look what I've made. And guess what? My people will have something bigger than what they haven't had for God knows how many hundreds of years. You can start feeling good in yourself, like walking like mofo. This is 
good. That's when your <laughs> acting starts even getting better. And you might be the worst actor in the world. So what? You better feel it in your heart. And then you start mastering your craft. You see where you're going to be. You're going to be on a stage. You're going to be in a movie. You're going to eventually direct. You're going to marry the man or woman of your life. You've got to imagine your future because your destination is what's going to drive you. Okay. So I need a minute. (laughs) (laughs) This is, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to you and I'm thinking to myself, ladies and gentlemen, that the last time I saw Cassidy, was in, well, this wasn't the last time I saw her, but before the pandemic, because this is a segue, in 2016, we were in one of my favorite restaurants, um, The Pain, the French restaurant with the big table because you can share. Oh, and yeah. um, I love this egg omelet thing that they had. And I was telling Cassie about, at that time, the black box. And you, 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 you're listening to Cassie now. So you can only imagine the conversation. She was like, oh, just do it. Let's, what do we need? How do we shoot it? Let's wait. Let me take you to my friend at iHeartRadio, Spruce Henry, mm-hmm. because we were like, it's a podcast. I had just finished doing conversations with actors on blog talk radio. And so we literally went from like 150 um, listeners to like 70,000 within a year and a half. And so I was like, okay, let's get some sponsors. So Cassidy takes me to Spruce and Spruce is, you all know, hilarious. And, you know, we love crazy is the new normal. And we had It was like when I met you, we clicked immediately and we were having too much fun, in my opinion, at his job. (laughs) So he closed the door. He closed the door. Then we continued to have the fun. It's like a trip without the luggage with Spruce. You don't even need to worry about it. You're just somewhere other, but you're in your happy place. You just to have all the time, all the time. And he, he was listening and he was like, this isn't a podcast. And I was like, well, that's, you know, our vision is a podcast because when I was as serious, you know, my friends would come in. He was like, no, this is a TV show. He was like, you know what? Let me talk to my boss. And then he called me like a week and a half later. And he was like, you know, I want you to come in and talk to Dr. Dave, talk to Dr. Dave. Dr. Dave was like, um, how do you know Cassidy? That's the first thing he said to me. I was like, I love Cassie. Cassie and I told the whole story. Um, (laughs) Told him and he was like, this is a show. We're going to do this show. This is a show. And I remember this is how how messed up I was after I left iHeart. I left iHeart on 6th Avenue and like Canal Hudson area for you people, New Yorkers here. And I walked all the way to 34th and 6th Avenue. Because I, I I was just in this cloud, like, first of all, let me just say, without Cassidy, Inside the Black Box would not be on Crack and TV. Oh. And no, I'm, I'm not letting her say anything. And the thing is, is that Cassidy's heart is so generous. It's so generous. And someone reminded me the other day that not everybody in this industry is, right? Because I surround myself around yous and spruces, right? And Elsa's. So it's like, it's very challenging to think outside this world, really? There aren't rainbows and butterflies, but there aren't. Mm -hmm. And so when you have someone who genuinely believes in you and then they just so casually and nonchalant, like, talk to my friend Spruce. (laughs) And then the next thing you know, it, 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 a journey of, six years and we're here. We are actually here. And the, the day that um, we were on set and Joe was kind of interviewing me on the show and I was telling everybody how the process went down. It was like, it was so funny. Cause I got, 
a little choked when I said your name. And I was like, wait, where does that come from? Because it just, but you guys, it's just, I can't explain unconditional love unless you have a pet or a very young child or just a child in general, right? But it's like the love that I felt for you to just, oh, you know, like it was nothing when I had gone to my friends and I had been turned down from a lot of my friends, it just felt like this is how it's supposed to be. And we're supposed to look out for each other. And that's what the community is. But you come from that idea of communal. You come from that idea. You said in the beginning, kindness, Mm -hmm. you know, you're so genuine in that. So I wanted to have you on the show to just thank you. I, every day, whether I talk to you or not, I think about you, like you're just, you are, you, you being so much to my soul mm. and, and I'm just grateful to know you. And I'm, and I'm even more grateful that you just believed and said, all right, come on, Tracy. <laughs> and, no, I'm, you know. I mean, I am who I am today because of you. I think that seeds are planted. It takes a village, right? But you're, you're absolutely right. The, the, the industry, film, television, theater, for all those actors out there, is filled with piranhas. They will suck you dry. So, you know, we were in a losing battle coming into this industry in, in terms of being seen, mm-hmm. in terms of seeing these really beautiful, smart, intelligent, bright, dynamic, you know, women. Um, yeah. ha- it has always been that way. So the challenge has been... Who is a part of my, who's a part of my relationship? Who's a part of my village as we go forward? Because, you know, I started in MTV, was at ABC, then got pulled on Source All Access TV. Then I was doing, you know, Vibe. The whole idea, somehow God gifted me to work within my community. Because as you know, when you work within a village that really sees you and knows you, and then you're working on a platform of the big league, you're going to be the most powerful. But to your point, it only makes sense to be one of those people who can invest in your people, however it works. Yeah. So for me, I'm the vehicle, but this is something, this is, you are the perfect example of a sister who mastered her craft and believed every single day, not just in her dream, but mm-hmm. in the dreams that she had put out there in me and your daughter and your community and all the people that you have actually helped in their craft. Mm-hmm. That is just a reflection of what you put it out there in the world. And I think it's important as we forget that part of what makes us successful as a community is that we really do open our doors and we really do support. In New York, my mom always jokes, like people will invite you in LA, maybe say LA, bad bad joke, but come over for dinner. You come to to dinner, you think that they're going to have a full plate. They got crackers and cheese. We invite you to our house. We spent two days putting together a menu. We're yeah. grilling. Oh. We've got food. We've got drinks. We we will not let you leave hungry. Yes, is your community. We will yes. not let you leave hungry. We're gonna fuel you. We're gonna invest in you, and then we're gonna have your spirited, beautiful self go out into the world and know that your greatness is going to bring your dream to life. You gotta have a place to retreat of peace, Cassidy. You gotta. Yeah. I mean. And the spirited actor just, it came through me and I know the source in which it came, but this is something that grounds because you sound grounded. 
you sound balanced, you know what I mean? And so what are some of the ways, because I also know, oh, if you look at Cassidy's um, IG, there are the most magnificent pictures of her (laughs) posing in front of a sunset or, you know, (laughs) on top of a building with releve, like, it's just great. Like, it's art. She's art, man. So I know you yoga and like, what are some of the grounding things that you can suggest to actors to just chill out? Because the challenge, right, is to hold the vision and hold the faith. But yeah. then when you sit in it, that's where the peace is, though. Sit in your place of power. I, I will tell you every and this is not a sad story. Every single day of my life is a work day. It's it's a shoot day. It's traveling someday. Some weeks I'm from London to Atlanta to North Carolina, back to Atlanta to LA back. It's never easy. But when you are doing the thing you love, yeah, everything is good. So yeah. what I do is I wake up every day grateful because how many brown and black women get to do the thing they love and not only do the thing they love, but create opportunities for others like myself. Uh. It's a gift. It's a, it's a yeah. responsibility. So, you know, I wake up every morning. I say, thank you, God. I meditate. Um, I, I, I have always, I have my little, you know, moon board, what have you, that I reflect upon every yes. single morning. And I mm-hmm. keep it to myself, but I know what my destination is. I do mm-hmm. not play because I'm not going to put in 20 years and just swim around hoping and wishing. This yes. is for us. This is FUBU. This is for us. So my thing is I wake up happy. I know my takeaway is always going to be something of great that I can stand by with integrity. And I always have the vision of how can I bring this back to us? How can I open yet another door? How can I inspire another person? Because if I'm not doing that, what am I doing? Right. I'm buying a pair of shoes, a great pair of kicks for myself. And it's just for me. I want right. to change the world. I want to do things great. And that's what motivates me. So while every single day and not, you know, not every day is easy. Yeah. You know, some, I'm that's a lot of real. time up at 4 a.m. and I'm to bed at two in the morning and I'm dealing with things like when I worked at CBS, I would come on the floor and a lot of times the talent or whoever I was working with would be like, oh, you're the actor. I'm like, no, mofo, I am the producer. <laughs> I will not change myself. I will not change because I'm smart. I do a good job. I show yeah. up on time. So why yeah. should I change the integrity of who I look like so that I look like a regular positioned corporate person? No, right. no. I've right. been doing that for over 300 years. Yeah. I'm going to let my wings out and I'm going to show you what's up and I'm going to do a good job. And you too, you too continue to tap into, I want to say that I met Idris Elba through you. Idris was a, a DJ yeah, when I met him. He a lot of my parties. That's <laughs> where I met. And I just remember when I um, met him and he was like, Cassidy tells me I'm supposed to know you. And I was like, I think you're going to be all right, brother. What's your name oh, again? Yeah. You go be all right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were all kind of in, you know, we, we was a small community of us. Michael K. Little... Williams. It was yeah. all God rest his soul. Like it was all of us. I just remember I got so many different introductions from you, from other people that parlayed into something. Cause the next time I saw him, it was the wire at HBO and I was working at yeah. HBO at that time. So it's like, you know, you two are, um, in terms of talent. And um, that's why I'm excited about class and session too, because you're going to see 
some great actors. Can you, I always encourage my audience to imdb.com, everybody. Can you just tell them some upcoming projects that you're working on or things that you are envisioning? Oh yeah. Well, my, um, my major, two major projects right now is one is going to be pride, which is a short um, image spot on Getty and it's celebrating oh. pride month and it should wow. be launched probably May 16th, if not 19th. Um, I'm executive producing that. And I also spearhead nice. um, the black archives on Getty images. So it's an yes. ambitious project that basically is creating a library that literally it, it indexes and analogs all of the filmmakers and photographers, black filmmakers and photographers, and makes the photos a hundred percent available for free to everyone if it is a non-for-profit. So that's one of the things I'm behind. And then obviously my little brown girl project, which yes, I was gonna say that. Yeah. So it's the Please first tell project. them about the little black girl project. Well, Little Brown Girl is, uh, it's a six-part series, docu-series. It's also a book that we, there's three books um, that goes with it, but we're in the process of crossing the line right now to, uh, for a six-part series, docu-series. And then the larger project will be a narrative feature film, but it's the story of a black and brown daughter, um, my mother and myself. And, you know, to better understand who I am after I lived in this social experiment, you know, ex-dope fiends, drug addicts, uh, people who just felt like America was no longer the place that they wanted to be. And they came into this society. And my mom was one of the um, you know, first people there in terms of building out the school. And I was born there. And so I really wanted to celebrate all of the women who raised me, my yeah. father and the community. But I also wanted to create a platform for others like myself to see my story and to see my mother's story. Yeah. And to identify and give them a platform to share their story as well. And where is the book available? Because you guys, the book is unbelievable. So beautiful. Oh, where it's is on it Amazon available? right now, but very, we, they put it on pause for legal, you know, because it's in the process of actually being sold. Oh, right, so, right, 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 right. Yeah, right. but there's three books and one is Wildflowers that's still on Amazon. And then My Mother's, which is Salma Gundi, which is the precursor to Little Brown Girl and then Little Brown Girl. Little Brown Girl will probably be made public again in July once we sell the actual series. So it's it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. And then obviously yeah. I just finished doing a MacArthur um, funded, it was a MacArthur grant funded project. It was the first brown and black gallery, like the Van Gogh Museum that launched and it's virtual. And, um, you know, wow. I was a consulting producer on that with artists from around the world that created this really amazing, beautiful online gallery. That's a MacArthur funded project. So that's one of the, the other projects I'm doing. And then I'll probably end up going back to Unsung and start producing a series of music documentaries. But my all destination my, is obviously to create, you know, to bring Little Brown Girl to truth with my mother yeah. as executive producer and then to start my own company as an executive yeah. producer so I can tell more stories of truth yeah. in documentary as well as a narrative. That's the all end. And of course, you know, love, maybe be a Nina Simone, have like <laughs> nine children and shit like that. Sorry, I swore. But, you know, got to let God speak to you. <laughs> Me too. So, um, you guys, please, I want you to go to all of her social media um, so that you know who she is and imdb.com. The other thing, too, is your spirit is so free and it's so authentic. Like, it's tangible. 
I'm telling you guys, when you're around Cassidy, you feel it. You don't know what it is, but it's the energy and you just want to be a part of it. Um, can you like sometimes we get so focused on America and the works of America. Can you talk about to the actors about working outside of America as well and how that could be beneficial to them? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think I mean, Idris is the perfect example of someone who went from the U.K., to New York City, you know, mastered his craft, went back yeah. home and killed it, like was yeah. able to open his own company. I think any opportunity to live outside of your country, you know, I've worked in London, I've produced there, I've worked in Russia, I've produced there. I think mm. for you to really cut your teeth in another world and learn about their culture and the rivers and, and the states of their different, you know, country and understand mm-hmm. about the politicians only makes you stronger. Mm-hmm. And you come back more attractive in many ways because you actually did it. So you have to, I mean, especially when it comes to, you know, I think right now, China, I yeah. think, um, and, and the, and Britain and the UK, I think, yeah. uh, you know, Holland, to work in another country as an actor is a very powerful thing. If you look at successful singers like a Gene Karn, if you look at mm. De La Soul, if you look at Wes as a DJ, oh, Jessica all of these people, yeah, yeah. went abroad and they yeah. found themselves. The yeah. more that you travel and learn about other cultures and people, the more you understand about who you are. That's so beautiful. And one of the things I, um, before the pandemic, November 2019, I had the pleasure of going to Amsterdam and doing uh, this workshop over there. And I was walking down the street and there was a poster with Octavia Spencer and Tim Roth. And there was another actor, but I had never seen the film in America And I was like, there's so much work outside of America as well that people don't, actors don't explore. Culturally, it it just feeds you. It feeds your soul to, when I went to Africa and um, really in the bush, because we went to Elmina Slave Castle, where there's no Wi-Fi, there's no, there's just kids, you know, playing rock games and creating their own visuals and things like that, where I I was inspired. And I said, I want to bring, you know, these huge buses and, and wrap these buses and have a library inside, you know, and, and, you know, films inside for them to be able to do things. But when you go outside of America, you really, the gratitude starts to really, really settle. And I'm talking about the bare basics, you guys, I'm talking about like toilet paper being a commodity in Africa, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah. you know, I feel like when you just said you find yourself, you do, you, you, you can't help but find yourself mm-hmm. because you also start to see things about yourself when you travel outside the country that, that have attached to you and this idea of America and privileged and this and that. So it's very humbling. And, and I, I actors, when you feel in your heart, you're inspired, like you, it's, it's like being hardheaded. You, you want to continue, continue, continue to go to these auditions. You want to be in these, something is driving you. What is that? Yeah. Ask yourself that. And if you're driven to do something, then be it. So when you're going abroad, you have to look at the post signs. What are you reading? What is it that the universe is giving you in terms of little gems to walk through that door? Really listen in your heart because you have to remember that 
from the time that you've been, you come into this world up until about six or seven, your impressionable mind starts to journey in someone else's truth. You got to get within yourself. And when you are pulled, plucked out of your element and you go into these different countries, you start to learn about you again. And Mm. mind you, as black and brown people, we live within two different minds in America. We live within two different minds, one to maintain and mainstream the other to just be us. So when you end up stepping out of that box and saying, I am a world citizen, I'm a global citizen. I am going to go and learn from other folks. I am going to be a human being with the rest of the world. You serve yourself justice because somehow that closed window that you can't in your third eye, your subconscious part of yourself will open up and your truth will start to come in more and more and more. Whereas when you're in the States, it just happens. It's familiar ground. You're battling to survive every single day. When you sit back and you allow time to slow down and you allow yourself to be embraced among other cultures, somehow your truth comes to light. And that's the most important thing because without being on that LSD trip, you will find yourself and then you will know which way to go. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, stand up and put your hands together. Put your hands together. Spiritual sister, multi, multi hyphenated producer extraordinaire, storyteller, author, writer, and she's going to stick with us, you guys. We are really blessed to have Cassidy just hang out for a minute. When we come back, you know the deal. When we come back, class in session. And let me just say something really quickly, Tracy. Yes. All of this is a reflection of you and your power and your spirit. So what you're doing is such a great example for others and what they can do in their lifetime. I mean, when I first met you, you were at the height of your career in many ways. So many actors, so many influential people in that day happened because of you and humble as you are. There were highs and lows, hills and valleys in your career, which is very important for people to understand. But you stayed true to your path. And that resonated with all the people who are in your life including myself. So when I came in to see you, I didn't just meet Tracy Moore in this beautiful, brilliant, dynamic spirit. I felt your spirit. I felt your energy, your power holding me up in the same space. So I think a lot of this conversation and who I am and the evolution of myself happened through you and because of you. Cassidy, you know, I have (laughs) nothing but love for Cassidy. I have nothing but love for you either. You are my... You're my soul sister. You know it. You know it. I know it. it. I'm just so happy you know. I'm happy that you know, you know, like that's so important in this world and times and waking up and not waking up just to know it. So that gives me a lot to go on. You are my heart. Well, we'll be back, you guys. Just hold tight because we are coming back with the Spirited Actor Podcast. With me, Tracy Moore, and my soul sister, number nine, talking to me one more time, Cassie Arkin. She is producer extraordinaire. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight. 
like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world. From smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports, on stages and at the box office, women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to Women Take the Mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Welcome back to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. We are still blessed. We have Cassidy Arkin. We, she is multi-multi-hyphenated, multi-multi-talented, producer extraordinaire, writer, author. She does it all. And she is authentically a creative being and a spiritual being, my soul sister. We're going into class of session. So Cassidy, I'm going to have Elsa Lathan, who we refer to as Wonder Woman. Elsa, who casts for class of session, is going to introduce our Spirit Act alumni. And then we're going to go right into the scene where she's going to read the narrative. After that, whatever feedback you want to give them, Cassidy, it's all on you. Okay, so Elsa, hello. Hello, hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to class in session. Today we have our spirited actor alumni, Georgina Morillo and Mitchell Uguese. Hey. Excellent, my people. Hey, Georgina and Mitchell. So we're going to start the scene. Elsa's going to do the narrative. And Elsa, action on you. Quarantine Dreams, written by Dana Keel. Interior, living room. Early morning, Roxy, in her late 20s, unpacks 
a tripod, lighting, and backdrop from Amazon boxes and sets them up. She puts her phone in its grips and goes live on Instagram. Monologue challenge, Boxy Washington. <clears throat> Let me tell you the story of right hand, left hand. It's a tale of good and evil. Jacob. Are you doing the Radio Mahim monologue from Do the Right Thing? I am live right now. Monologue challenge. Roxy smiles a forced smile into the camera and motions for Jacob to move. This is a monologue challenge with Idris Elba and Scarlett Johansson. Jacob looks into the camera. She's Trey Stocks for a living. She's not an Oscar winner. Quarantine dreams, man. Quarantine dreams. Interior, living room the next day. Roxy unpacks a yoga mat, yoga strap, and yoga blocks from Amazon boxes. Roxy soon sits dressed in all white on her new yoga mat with blocks and strap next to her. She goes live on Instagram. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining me for breath work and meditation this evening. Roxy looks at the screen. The camera reveals that there's one person following, watching her live. <gasps> Hello, boy mom. I'm so glad you can join us. We'll wait for a few others. Now the view account is two. Hey, Roxy, it's Tiffany Gaynor. Uh, Tiffany from work? Roxy, you hate meditation. You won't join our meditation lunch break. Jacob enters and scrutinizes her. Tiffany, hate is a strong word. <laughs> I'm rising like a phoenix from the ashes of my own thinking. Jacob motions one finger in his mouth as if barfing. Roxy peers into the phone to read a few more comments aloud. How long have you been a meditation teacher? I see you are wearing all white. Are you the <laughs> we wear all? <laughs> I can't even say that word. And white is just my favorite color. Roxy peers once more into her phone. She has zero viewers. Fake and fraud. Rocks, you don't meditate. How are you a meditation teacher? You need to train to quarantine dreams, man. Quarantine dreams. Next day, Roxy unpacks more Amazon boxes that are bigger than before. She is soon standing behind a Mac computer with two turntables and a DJ board. She wears huge headphones, stacks speakers on each side of her, and balance Blair's dance music. She touches her phone to go live on Instagram. Ten followers coming quickly. Yeah! Hey, everybody! And welcome to the Rona Brunch. Enjoy 90s, 2000s, 2010s, EMDR, and hip-hop. And here's a fave from LMA. Boot up. <laughs> boot up, boot up. Boot up, boot up. We are straight vibes in here, y'all. Jacob walks in and stretches and stops dead in his tracks. His eyes move from piece of equipment to piece of equipment. And here's a new one from Usher featuring Ella May. <laughs> now let it breathe. Boot up, boot up. See. Good job, you guys. Good job. Okay, Cassie, I'm going to throw it to you. Whatever you feel they need 
to hear, give it to them. I mean, I literally, with both of you, was trans. What I saw on screen, the minute you started to role play, took me into the world that I was listening to. So I was imagining exactly where you are. You both embraced it. You both transformed into the character immediately. Absolutely brilliantly done. Um, I think Georgina, that one point where you were getting thrown different lines or different scenarios and you just went back, boom, boom. You were like a chameleon. It was just absolutely brilliant in seeing your transforming. And Mitchell, you are amazing. Like I'm looking at two guitars and this great wallpaper and all I'm seeing is the character that's speaking to me, the voice, which is a, which says a lot. So if I close my eyes, it's a whole nother world that I'm seeing. I wish I had something negative to say and or some critical, but I feel like both of you embraced the characters that were given to you so simultaneously in such a brilliant way. My only thing would be Make sure that as you start to like do more of this to almost reverse, do what would be absolutely opposite of what you would typically do, which is obviously you did a great job, but try something complete, maybe a different voice, maybe a different uh, culture to stretch your muscle a little bit, to see, to feel it out just a little bit from a different, not a familiar place, because you really are mastered in terms of your own, you know, as an actor, but try and take it one step further into an area of an individual or a character or a personality that you don't really know, but you can cultivate. So that muscle gets strengthened even more. Excellent. Excellent. Georgina Mitchell, take that, take that. And, you know, you're in front of somebody who is an amazing storyteller, continues to be an amazing storyteller and is about to open start telling her own stories under Little Brown Girl Productions. That's what I'm putting out there. Yes, that, I'll put it out there. Ladies and gentlemen, I just really want to put your hands together. I This was just too spread. This is my whole day. Like, I'm just going to pl- press rewind all day. I love this woman every, every ounce of who I am. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together again for Cassidy Arkin. Thank you, sir. And I love you and I love you all extensions of Tracy, but this is what we live for, right? We get to do great things with each other and hold each other up and be a part of that shoestring where we're tying the knot. We're all doing it together. So I'm, I feel so blessed and honored to be in this space with you all. And I love seeing our faces. What a beautiful rainbow. <laughs> thank you Cassidy thank you thank love you. to all thank you and we'll be back on the Spirited Actor Podcast with me Tracy Moore I'm going to give you love going to give you some love all day long hey we are back with the Spirited Actor Podcast with me Tracy Moore in Kudos Corner and today we are celebrating Spirited Actor alumni Nia Smith she's going to tell us some exciting news Okay, Nia. Well, hi, everybody. I hope everyone's doing so well today. I'm doing, just having so many experiences this year. April 1st, I turned 30. So like, I'm just like, just in a new space um, and just really trying to put myself out there and, and be more confident in what I have to offer. And it's just something that I've been slowly learning and I feel like it's taking me a long time to get there, but that's what I'm truly grateful for the journey. Like no matter how long it took, like I'm just so mm. grateful that I'm on it 
And I just want to stay on the road to enlightenment. It's never ending. And I know that. And as long as I'm still on that path, like, I just know that, you know, everything will be okay. Um, But um, for the Kudos Corner, I did just book two shows. I booked Dream Girls. I do a lot of theater. Um, musical theater specifically, but I'm I'm transitioning into film and I'm very excited about that journey. But I also booked um, Little Shop of Horrors um, for Crystal and the Audrey Understudy as well. So I'm very excited for what that has to offer the pandemic, like really put a halt on theater. So I'm so excited to get back in the game. I'm so excited. And now it's time to give love. The joy is truly in the journey. One of the things that I always stress to actors is that you are never going to be where you are today. Things are not going to evolve and change. You're not going to go from, you know, when you're consistent and when you are dedicated to the training process, you're going to go from extra to under five to co-starring to starring. That is the process. But where you're going to find the joy the true joy where your heart sings, where everything feels like it really is okay, that part is going to be in the journey. That's where you're going to find it. And that's where you should seek it. And that's where you should hold it. Because the truth is, when you are a visionary, when you are a creative being, when you are a spiritual person, you know, without a doubt, that everything that you ask for will come to fruition. All you have to do is believe in yourself, believe in whatever higher power that you do believe in, and authentically, authentically feel and connect with the gratitude of being on this journey. And as Cassie Arkin said in our interview, You have to know your destination. Know where you're going so that you know how to get there. Don't forget to look out for us on our new show, Inside the Black Box. My co-host will be Joe the Legend Morton. It's going to be the Spirited Actor podcast on steroids. We'll be streaming on the Crackle Network. I'll keep you posted. Thank you for joining us on the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I look forward to our next Spirited Podcast. Thank you. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? 
M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, Peanut Butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of Peanut Butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable.